Hello again, this is Roy Lilly. Well, here's a question for you. What is success? Usually it's the result of perseverance, sacrifice, learning, study, the love of what you do and a sprinkle of smarts. How do you achieve it? The achievement of objectives, maybe, goals or simply peace of mind. Success is not what you have or don't have. Success is what you think about what you have or don't have. And often it's what we think others think about us that decides how content we are. It's all about perception and perception is everything. If it walks like a duck, it's a duck. Perceptions. Perception is a reality. What people perceive to be reality is their reality and there's no argument. Governments live and political careers die by measurements of perception. The measurements are called ratings. HMG, Bojo, have to be perceived as successful and on top of things. The reality for the people, the voters, is public opinion. And that must be cultivated and curated at all costs. Comms people call it the optics, how it looks. When success doesn't come as a result of perseverance, sacrifice, learning, study, the love of what you do and a sprinkle of smarts, the temptation is to engineer it, massage the numbers, fiddle the facts, spin and ultimately bully people. During the pandemic, it was important for public reassurance that HMG portrayed itself as on top of things and in charge and competent. Well, it wasn't. Mistakes were made, decisions delayed and science was learning. It used its COVID powers to take over messaging to the public and that included an iron control over what the NHS said. That cascaded into the restrictions imposed on communications professionals in our trusts. The overinterpretation of that role by NHSE has led to the avalanche of grief and angst that is overloading my inbox. The stories of pressure, abuse and outright bullying are still arriving. As one NHS boss puts it, quote, As a chief executive, there's always some degree of watchful eye on what we may say in the media, but nothing like this. It sounds almost like state censorship at a time when local communities really needed to know what was happening in their local NHS. The NHS press office, faced with a dilemma, could have said to comms leads, look, we're in a difficult situation here. Number 10 is adamant they want to control the messaging and to avoid misunderstandings and public alarm. Right, so how can you help us deal with it? Or, well, we all know what they did instead and are still doing, in the words of an NHS comms professional, I quote again, I was part of those regional comms teams spending fruitless hours marking the homework of excellent comms people. I spent time in tears, not believing what I was doing and exhausted. The optics are bad. NHSE comms could still say what's come to light is not what we intended. We're all under pressure and we got a lot wrong and we're sorry. Thank you for what you did. Can we start again? I can't imagine it, can you? The common image of the workplace bullied is a weak oddballer and a loner. The academic evidence contradicts that. The bullied are often successful people, well-liked and professional. Bullies 
pick on capable people. They'll try and pick off the influence, influencers because they see them as a threat. Bullies pick on people who are better than them, know more, have more experience and expertise because bullies are generally out of their depth. The bully, because they can't or don't have the skills to achieve their goals by leadership, management skills, persuasion, communication, experience or talent, end up as white-collar thugs. As one emailer put it, sometimes they made it feel like we were working in a totalitarian state. How common is bullying in the NHS? Well, NHS employers tell us 19% of staff experience bullying, bullying or harassment from colleagues, 13% experience bullying from a manager, 98% experience incivility in the workplace, and they reckon toxic behaviour costs the NHS about £2 billion a year. The Guardian report bullying and sexual harassment is endemic in NHS hospitals. Workplace relationships are set by the tone at the top. Attitudes resonate downwards and what's imitated, copied, licensed and happens at the front line starts on the desk of the boss. Although new in her role, all of this happened on Amanda Pritchard's watch as Chief Operating Officer. It'll be interesting to see what she does. Thanks for listening. I hope to talk with you again soon. Bye-bye now.